When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, welcome to a bonus episode of the Bucketheads podcast. My name is Connor Lamans, and I just left the Schottenstein Center where we spoke with Ohio State head coach Chris Holtman as we look ahead to Ohio State's opening round of the Big Ten tournament that will take place Thursday evening versus the winner of Minnesota and Penn State, who are the 14 and 11 seeds. Ohio State, the sixth seed, will take on the winner of those two games at roughly 9 o'clock Thursday evening. Um, the official time is TBD. What they usually say is 25 minutes after the previous game. So if the game before them, which is Maryland and Michigan State, runs long, could be looking at a later tip-off time. Holtman discussed the availability of Kyle Young and Zed Key and Michi Johnson and Justice Suing for tomorrow's game. Um, kind of talked about how they prep for a game when you don't completely know who you're playing and you know what they're focusing on right now. So without further ado, here is our press conference with Ohio State head coach Chris Holtman. All right, guys, uh, good to be back with you. Um, obviously, getting ready for um, Big Ten Tournament and beyond. Um, updates on our guys. Uh, Kyle will be out for, for a Thursday's game. Um, that's really all I can tell you right now. I'm not sure what, uh, what will be beyond that. Um, Zed will be a game time decision. Um, and uh, we'll know more after we have a chance to um, have him evaluated today. Um, obviously, um, consistent with throughout the year, Justice uh, is out as well. So everybody else will be available. Of course, after the, the way the regular season ends and, and we know what, uh, what record you guys bring into the postseason, what does it take for the team to, to flip that mental script and to, you know, I guess, come into, into the postseason on a better maybe mental state than everybody seemed to be in on Sunday? Um, you know, I thought, you know, last year we, we, we struggled there at the end and, uh, and won three games uh, in three days. So I think it's a, um, a lot's made of, of those things. Certainly we'd like to be healthier, Adam, um, and, uh, and also playing a little bit better. But, uh, um, you know, I think um, I feel confident in this group and, and what we can be. And, uh, you know, we, we played in three Big Ten tournaments and we've won four games. We, um, we've been in Indiana in year two, obviously no Big Ten tournament in year three. 
I got to the uh, Big Ten Championship last year, and then Penn State beat us in, in our first year. Um, so I think we've we've done some good things um, in this particular tournament. Is, is that what you're talking about, the Big Ten tournament? Um, but, uh, um, you know, obviously it's important for us to get healthy. And when you talked as much as, as we did posting about, like, defense and, and trying to improve on that and that, that end of the court, when you have a couple of days to practice that you haven't had in a while, are there things that you can you feel like you can address in between Sunday and Thursday that you haven't had a chance to? Yeah, we're certainly trying to. Yeah, we're certainly trying to. But uh, we've had some guys out of practice too, um, so that's that's impacted things. Um, but uh, yeah, we certainly are looking at addressing some things, and, and I think did that some yesterday. We'll see how today goes. I know uh, fatigue has been a factor, obviously, and maybe besides the guys that are actually injured or, or out or, you know, game-time decision, do you feel like you've had enough time to, to maybe get refreshed a little bit before heading into this tournament or not as much? No, I'm not saying – I wouldn't necessarily say that. It's not like it's been a, that long of a, of, of a uh, time off. We did give a Monday off. Um, you know, I, listen, our guys may have been fatigued in some of these games. Certainly it was an unprecedented a string of games. You know, the only game that I really felt like it was a significant factor, I think our staff would feel differently. They, they felt like it was a factor in more games. But the, the one game that I really seemed to notice it was, was at Maryland. Um, I thought we just really lacked a lot of juice there. Um, and, and perhaps it was evident uh, I just didn't maybe notice it as much as maybe our staff did. So... Our guys did get Monday off. Um, you know, yesterday we went hard, um, and today we'll have a we'll have a good active practice. Obviously, we don't play till nine, and we, we don't know who our opponent is. Both both teams are good teams. Both we've had really close games with with both Minnesota and Penn State. Uh, Penn State it was a one or a two possession game in the last two and a half minutes here, um, just at the end of January. And uh, I believe Minnesota was up at half here, and obviously it was a close game there. So playing teams for a third time there that are obviously good teams, uh, well-coached teams, it'll be a challenge. It certainly will be a challenge in this first game for sure. You, you mentioned playing one of these teams again. And, you know, Penn State, I think, the first year, they were they were a thorn, right? Yeah. And you, yeah. you see the, you've seen these teams before, but – yeah. How, how difficult is that, or in your history of coaching, in that first appearance, because sometimes you start off with a bye, that first team can get the confidence going when yeah. they just win one game, and they've only played one game, they're still pretty fresh. Yeah. How quick do you have to kind of lock in? With yeah, no, it's really important. It's really important that you come with the level of aggressiveness um, and, and quality of play. You know, last year we benefited a little bit because our first two games were against teams um, – one, a team that had, uh, that had beat us, but we had only played once, and it was Minnesota. It was early in the year, um, and we were able to make some adjustments the second time playing them and, and played, played really well. Um, and then Purdue had beat us twice, and we beat them. And uh, Michigan had beat us once, and, and obviously we beat them uh, to get to uh, Illinois. So I think it's um, this year it's a little bit different having played a team that's um, – that you, you've beaten a couple times, and who's also coming off of, of a win. Um, so I think it's important that we stay aggressive and play really well and understand it's going to be a really challenging game. I think that's a mindset as much as anything.
No, I, I no, I, I wouldn't say that. I would. I didn't. The, the last week was uh, was a, was a struggle for us for sure. Oh well, what I was saying is you described some of these stretches as kind of tournament style stretches yeah. of games and yes. things like that. And, yeah. and, and I'm curious, does that give you guys a little bit of a I don't, I don't know an advantage knowing kind of what that's like, what those stretches of games are like? Or? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, um, what was it? Ten games in twenty days. Um, you know, that's such a unique situation for a college basketball team. But hopefully the quick turnaround, to, uh, I, think, I think that's what you were asking, uh, the quick turnaround, the quick prep, the ability to kind of turn the page from one game to the next and move on, um, you know, will be valuable for you. Compressed uh, scouting report, all those things, which are obviously what you're going to face in a setting like this and also in the NCAA tournament. And I'm curious about a guy who has, I mean, he's been in a lot of big games, but Malachi hasn't experienced tournament play yet. Yeah. I mean, what's on his mind? How are you kind of encouraging him and prepping him for what's to come? Well, we have, and we have a lot of guys that are in that boat. You know, Cedric, Jamari. Um, you know, we have a lot of guys that have not have not played in the NCAA tournament, but certainly the the, the Big Ten tournament. Uh, we've, we've got some guys that have some experience in that. Um, you know, I think we'll rely on the older guys and leadership to kind of tell them what it's like, um, what those games are like. They're typically a little more physical, um, but um, it's usually, you know, the team that's that's aggressive and and obviously the ability to make shots is important too. Two unique teams you're going to see tomorrow. Um, what are some of the personnel differences between them that you're kind of keeping an eye on, and what are the unique challenges that each of them can pose to you guys? Yeah, um, they both can play. Yeah, can play different styles, and um, you know, I believe they played each other twice too, if I if I recall. Um, you know, they both they both just present different styles. They've got really unique matchups there um, for us um, to attack, and I think with with Penn State, they played in a lot of really close games. And um, so is Minnesota for that matter. And, uh, um, but I think that, that they can really uh, make it difficult for you because they've got a couple guys that can individually go off and, and get between 20 to 30 points. How in-depth are you really able to prepare for both of them? You'll basically know late tonight and you'll tell your guys this is who we got. Yeah. How in-depth are you really able to get for both teams to prepare? It'll be more coaches right now. We'll spend some time. I think it does help that we play both teams twice. Um, but it'll, our focus will be a little bit more on, on us trying to improve in some areas we need to improve in here uh, yesterday and today. Um, and then we'll spend some time together as a team tonight once we kind of know who our opponent will be. And sometimes yeah, that may not be until later. Chris, you mentioned last year a great season ended, still going on a run in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. How much do you think momentum at the end of the season really makes – Obviously, being healthy is a big thing, but yeah, do you, do you need to be winning to, to make postseason run in college basketball? I think it'd be it'd be good if you're playing well, and um, I, I thought um, I, I think that's the most important thing is is how you're playing at the moment, um, and I think that helps. But I also think that you know I've seen uh, you certainly see teams you know play well and then continue to play well. You've also te- see teams play well. I think Purdue might have finished the season really well last year, if I recall, and and they got beaten the Big Ten tournament, and then they got beaten the first round of the NCAA tournament. So there's no guarantees 
um, you know, for that either. It's just, uh, it's a lot of matchups driven and it's how you play on that particular night. And uh, to some degree, it's the, uh, you know, feel around your team as well. But um, I think the, the uh, sometimes, you know, people don't fully understand that, you know, kids are pretty resilient and they have the ability to move on, kind of win or lose uh, to what comes next. And that's our job as coaches to try to get them ready to move on to this next thing. Not, not necessarily. I think we imagine him being a little bit more of a of a wing, which he has been primarily. That could that could be more switchable um, and play more of that. And you know, we we've, we've been able to do that at times. And by necessity, we need to do it now because of all of those guys in the middle of our lineup who who aren't playing right now. Um, all of those kind of switchable fours that. You'd imagine that we've had, you know, Justice, Seth, Kyle. So now it's forced Gene to, to kind of slide over and, and play that one role when we do want to play, you know, small at times. Um, and it's really not that small. But you can't play, you know, EJ and then, you know, three guys, 6'3 or under. You know, it just it's not, it's not possible. So we do need some length there. Um, Gene seemed like he was in a pretty good spot before he had to miss some time. And then, what we missed two games. Um, since then, what, what have you seen from him? Is he? It's a little maybe a little inconsistent. Yeah, I think he's. I think that's as much as anything. He's just been a little bit inconsistent. He had a really good game versus Indiana. Um, he's had some really good moments. He's got to guard the ball better, um, and he's got to rebound better for us uh, on both ends. That's that's what we've. I think he's got to guard the ball better for for one, um, and he, he has to be able to rebound the ball better for us. Those are the things that he can bring to this team right now, and um, be an active cutter, be ready to shoot when you're, when the opportunity's there. But uh, we've really been stressing on, on those key points. And uh, I think you might have said the same thing about Jamari the other day. He has to guard the ball better. Yeah. He's more consistently. When he has slippage in those areas, what are you seeing from him that he needs to be more consistent? It's, he gambles a little bit too much, um, and he gets guys. He gets on the side too much. He doesn't fight to get in front enough. Uh, he can he can take himself out of position at times because um, he's always kind of played freelance anyway a little bit. Um, so you know he's just got to continue to work at it. He's been really good at times with it, um, but just in general, um, you know we got we got rejected way too much the other day, um, and uh, that that was certainly one of the problems. Chris, just with that tournament play coming up, I'm curious how much you reflect back on the season and. Maybe not so much on the court, but because last year with COVID testing and everything that goes on away from the game, just how much do you think about that compared to what you experienced this year? You know, we don't talk a whole lot about last year's COVID situation and the daily testing. And it's kind of in guys' past. I think they've, they've kind of put it behind them. You know, n none of us kind of enjoyed, enjoyed that, but it was necessary to be able to play, so we were grateful for that. But we don't really spend a whole lot of time talking uh, about the, the, the COVID impact of last year. And then, then just one big impact from this season is the return of fans. And I've talked with a lot of the yeah. House members. And for your team to play so well at home, 
for yeah. a large stretch of the season. Um, to have them back and to see the students back, just how much does that mean to you? And yeah, I mean, it was one of the one of the really hard things for me beyond beyond uh, you know your seniors. And there were a lot of teams, unfortunately, lost on senior day. But it's really hard as a head coach when when your seniors lose on senior day. It's really really difficult. But you also feel it for your fans. We had an unbelievable crowd. We appreciated them. They were phenomenal. Um, you know, I know, I know. There's been, you know, good or bad. Plenty of discussion about about uh, you know our home crowds. Um, but I, I think uh, our 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 Nuthouse, our Buckeye Nuthouse, incredible all year. I mean, incredible. They were just. Uh, and they helped, you know, I think we finished 13 or th and 3 or whatever, but they really helped us from you know, from the opening game to the Duke game to, to the end of the year. They were phenomenal. Hey, Chris. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. I don't mind. Do you see the Big Ten tournament as a chance to get on a roll, or is it also a chance to get worn out? Because, <laughs> the, I mean, yeah. the fandom, they want to, they remember what happens in the dance, not sure. so much what happens in Indy. Yeah, no, I think that there's a reality to that that, that uh, uh, the NCAA tournament is what is is um, most remembered, really, in, in some ways about your season. Maybe there's a couple games, Clay, that people remember, you know, the Duke game for us or whatever, or a disappointing yeah. loss. Yeah. Uh, but the NCAA tournament, in so many ways, uh, is what people really reflect on. And, um, you know, we've had three opportunities uh, here since we've been here, and I think we performed well in two op two of those three opportunities. We didn't yesterday. We'll talk more about that next week. Um, it's a matchup thing as much as anything, but I, I think the idea with this is you just want to, you know, I'd like to get a little bit healthier, and I'd like to, I'd like to, um, you know, just play a little better. Uh, those those are the two things. Whatever comes out of this week, uh, and then in preparation for obviously next week. So you might be praying for a Friday Sunday next week. <laughs> you know, I, I uh, the the whole Sunday was it Sunday Friday last year? I think uh, for us, I think it was Sunday Friday. You know, that is, um, you know, that that uh, that Sunday Friday deal or Sunday Thursday certainly unique. It, nothing like I ever experienced. Um, and coaches, you know, if you were to gather them all privately, they'd all have their opinions about the benefit of conference tournament play and how that plays into NCAA. And a lot of them would have very strong opinions. That's um, never going away. It's never going away. Now, I think, Clay, you know why it's not going away. <laughs> so, Give me some of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you were talking about uh, Gene a moment ago and, and you know the, missing those guys in the middle of the lineup. And I just I keep thinking about Justice and the impact he would have made on this team and looking at like his defensive rebounding numbers last year. Uh, where are you as far as trying to find someone who can give you some of that from, from his position? Because it seems like some of the offensive rebounding issues, he yeah. would have been able to negate some of that. Um, you know, we've looked at Justin um, some. Um, the physicality, I think, is, is something he's got to continue to get used to. Um, but I just, you know, we're somewhat limited there option-wise, uh, uh, Adam, just with just with what we talked about. So, you know, the, the challenge is Gene's got to continue to grow. Um, and um, I think we, we might have to look at playing bigger at times than what we – had thought uh, you're just you know you're constantly racking your brain to figure out okay 
in light of all these absence we, absences we have here? How do we find a way to maybe put our best players on the floor? Um, but you also don't want to put your players at a disadvantage too. So, um, you know, we'll continue to think through those things and hopefully can get a little bit healthier, you know, with Kyle in the, in the coming, you know, week. One more Yeah, no, I think I think there's a reality to that, but I think the the biggest the biggest thing for us is again is how we're playing and and are we improving in some of those areas we've talked about and uh, um, you know that doesn't mean that that uh, again we we played well and lost and we played poorly and won and uh, those those the, the standard is how we're playing and I think that's what we're trying to evaluate. Listen, we know that. Um, this tournament will be a, every game will be a challenge. That's the reality, and we're taking this first bracket as obviously we'll see who wins tonight, and we'll go from there. And we know that will be uh, a challenging game tomorrow at nine o'clock, and then we'll you know we'll go on to the next matchup if we win. Is it kind of an advantage for you to not know who you're playing? You guys, you can just have your guys focus on themselves this week. Maybe, you know, that's one way of looking at it. I, I suppose that's possible. Um, you know, I think you can get a little bit too focused on other teams uh, this time of year. So, so that, that might be the case. Um, but, but in, you know, I think coaches, if they had their preference, would probably prefer to know who they're going to play. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think obviously we'll know that on, on Sunday uh, moving into the tournament. All right, guys, thanks.